You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up on a hump day? This is your man T-Wig with Locked On Jaguars. Well, Tony Wig is for most of y'all. What is going on? Uh, got a good special show for us today here on Wednesday. Uh, uh, today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Man, senior bowl time, measurements, guys that are uh, already in Mobile and uh, you know, everyone's paying attention to the measurements and everybody's starting to break tape because it's that time. It's a little different for us this year because now, as I mentioned yesterday, we got Urban Meyer running the show. We got a whole new program. You got a new lease on life and a new start for Jaguar fans, and I know that makes all of us happy. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do today. I'm going to talk just a little bit. I got a quick, quick first segment. I'm going to talk a little bit about what this all means now that this process is going and how – uh, we can go from celebration to really just paying attention to what's really, really going on. Uh, and then in my second segment, I got my buddy Aaron Tracy. Now, you guys, if you're not in Jacksonville, you won't know who she is, but she was honored by the Jaguars for her work with children that have cancer. And she's also a huge Jaguar fan who's also a huge Clemson fan who three years ago, three years ago, started tweeting out that she wanted Trevor Lawrence to be the quarterback here in Jacksonville, and it all happened. And uh, this is my way of putting my finger on the pulse of the community to see how people really, really feel about the enthusiasm. We've talked for years about all the grief that the Jaguar fans have gone through. And now we're going to discuss and talk about the enthusiasm. It's a happy day. It's a happy day. And it's a happy time uh, for Jacksonville Jaguar fans. And it should be. It really, really should be. And then that third segment, I'll mention some of the guys from a measurement standpoint where I think the Jaguars uh, could take a look at. It's, it's really different and it's r- real weird because here's here's the process. Here's what you go through. You look at the first thing they do is, all of these coaches, is they go to the senior bowl, right? And they see close up, and it's a little bit different this year, obviously, because of COVID, but they see close up and they're allowed to talk to the the top seniors that are available. Then there are other guys that declare – uh, that obviously aren't in Mobile because their draft status is high or, e- or either they were some sort of designated underclassman that wasn't allowed to go, they'll have to look at those guys. Then they set the, start setting their board because they're going to go to all of these or now they're going to see virtually all of the workouts and all of the individual workouts and pro days. But right smack in the middle of all of that stuff, they, they're going to attack free agency. And – Trent Baalke mentioned that you build your team through the draft and you supplement your team through free agency. And I get it and I understand that. But they have a lot of cap space that they can go out and really, really address some key issues in free agency on this football team. I think as long as they go young, I'm good with it. I don't want them to go get a bunch of old guys. Uh, but it's just it's such an interesting process. And we have a new staff here, guys that are really, really trying to get to know each other. I, I, would, I, would, I would really love to be a fly on the wall when Urban Meyer starts talking to Trent Baalke and everybody else and all of his coaches about what type of player they want. And uh, I, I would just love to be a fly on the wall, like what comes up first? 
Is it is it size, speed? Is it uh, attitude? Is it toughness? And I and I guarantee if you ask Urban the way I just asked that question, he'd go yes, yes, and yes, all of it. So this is the real fun part of this for me. It's the evaluation. It's watching how they move, watching what they say. This might be outside of the game itself the most fun part for for me as a, as a fan. It, it hasn't been fun in the past because it, you know you you almost felt like it didn't matter what type of player they got. They were gonna screw it up some kind of way. I don't feel that way, and I know Jaguar fans don't feel that way either. So it's it's just a breath of fresh air, and it feels good. And I know there's some people, some old school people, that are gonna be like, "Man, you need to slow down." No, I don't. I don't need to slow down. None of us need to slow down. You know what I'm saying? We we I'm not going to curb my enthusiasm, but I will be patient. And I, and I think that there are two different things, and I discussed that yesterday on the podcast. I will be patient. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to talk about some sponsors for a second, and then we come back. I'm going to play my interview for you with Aaron Tracy, my friend, the pulse of the city. And Aaron knows football. She's not just a fan. She actually is going to break some stuff down for you. I'll do that in just a second here on Locked On Jaguars. You are one of a kind, and so are your taxes. That's why TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who are ready to listen to you, learn about your unique tax situation, and help you get the best tax outcome. Maybe you're moonlighting as a rideshare driver and have questions about what qualifies as a deduction. Maybe you want an expert to walk you through the process since most of your income last year came from freelance jobs. Or maybe you'd like to hand the whole tax filing process off to an expert while you perfect your gumbo. Whether you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert do the filing for you, TurboTax Live Tax experts are here to help, giving you the confidence to know that your one-of-a-kind, uniquely you taxes are done right. Into it, TurboTax Live. I need to get in shape. I need to get in shape, man. I'm telling you, I ate too much over the holidays, and I can't use the holiday excuse anymore because, well, we're we're kind of removed from those holidays now, man. So what's the excuse? None. None whatsoever. And echelon is going to be how I'm going to do it. That's right. When it comes to getting getting in shape or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment or hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. You know, you got to do more than just talk about hitting those goals. You got to get up and get it done, and Echelon can get you there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. The world-class instructors that they have will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level sessions, always available when you need them. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on. That's E-C-H. E-L-O-N fit.com slash locked on. And right now you can try an Echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days. And unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable and everyone can get a membership. And one membership lets you have up to five family members all work out at the same time. So go to echelonfit.com slash locked on and try Echelon today. All right, as promised, I told you guys I was going to reach out in the community to one of my friends who happens to be a very, very loyal Jaguar fan. My friend Aaron Tracy has joined me today. I, I want to put the finger on the pulse of the team, but I got to talk to the people first. So, Aaron, what's going on with you? How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. We, you know, we, we're Twitter buddies. We we send each other to restaurants where all the good eats are all the time. We've been doing that for a few years now. 
uh, you looks in the locked on Jaguars every single day while you're working out. I need to be working out, by the way, but I'm not. <laughs> but but uh, I told you two years ago, I said, Aaron, I got to get you on the show. I got to get you on the show. So I got you here. And the reason for it is threefold. The last thing I'm going to say the dessert for last. The dessert is your job and the special people that you work with that make your life so enlightening. Uh, but before that, before we talk about the Jaguars, too, I want to talk about Clemson, because that's who you love in college football. And tell me about Trevor Lawrence, man, and how does it feel to actually have that guy coming to your favorite NFL team? Oh, Wig. Oh, my gosh. This franchise, is we're about to go up. That's the only place we've got with this man coming in. And I can't even – I mean, the day we secured that number one pick, I swear you should have seen my face. I was running around this house screaming. I mean, <laughs> I didn't think I could get this excited about Jaguars football again. And I've been begging for the Jags to draft a good Clemson player. And I get an Andre Branch and a Tyler Shatley. And so to get the best Clemson player uh, – you have no idea. Yeah. And uh, I know it, it made a lot of people happy. And you actually uh, have been tweeting about this for a long time, even when he first came out of high school. I'm going to ask you some draft questions, too, because if I'm not mistaken, you did a mock draft last year. Didn't you get like three or four players? Or, or how, many, <laughs> how many guys did you actually have that the Jaguars actually picked? I think three. One of them somehow being Ben Bart. <laughs> that's good, though. I'm going to tell you, that's a real good percentage for mock drafts because usually, you know, one, you got to match the player up to the team, but sometimes when you're picking guys that you have in your mock, they're already gone. So three out of whatever, that's about 25%. They had 12 picks last year. That's pretty good. So I'm going to ask you a draft question in a little bit. But tell me, uh, what is what has it felt like? And for me, it's a rhetorical question, but what has it felt like as a Jaguar fan to wake up uh, every Sunday, first of all, to go to the stadium for most of the last decade, knowing you're going to get your ass whooped. And the, the <laughs> other part is uh, if the feeling you have when you leave after being in the sun all day and waking up on Monday morning with that headache. Yeah. So the first few years that I was going religiously was back in 2010. Um, and those games still felt fun. They didn't feel, and I was obviously younger then, but it was still like, oh, we could definitely win this year. We can win some games. And and then as the years start dragging on, you, you wake up and you're like, oh, do I really want to do this on my off day? But I'm very superstitious. And I just kept thinking, it's going to come. Don't give up yet. It's going to come. It's going to come. And then 2017 came and I was like, see, I knew if I just kept going, it would come. And then 2018 happened. And then honestly, it felt more like a chore to be going to these games because you get up early, you go tailgate, you get sunburned all day, you spend $50 on water, you get your butt kicked, teams are laughing you out of your own stadium, you're leaving in the third quarter, and then you go home and you turn on your TV and you watch real football teams. And then Monday you get to relive it all over again. And I mean – the Jags were so bad and nobody cares about them that they don't hardly even talk about them on ESPN. So it mainly was logging into Twitter and seeing all of seeing all of the Jags Twitter just talking crap like we always do. And I get tired. Of, I, I really have grown uh, uh, tired of being a grief counselor because that's pretty much <laughs> what you are when you talk to the Jaguar nation and you always told me, you always said you love it, that I keep it real. And the reason why, let me tell you the difference between you and a few haters that I have. And and the, the difference is that hater doesn't really want me to tell them exactly how bad the team is. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're one in 13, I'm not talking about, 
you know, how well uh, Juwan Taylor looked when he pulled. And, and who wants to hear that? Nobody wants to hear that <laughs> stuff. Nobody cares about Juwan Taylor pulling and making a nice block when you're one in 13 or one in 14 or whatever. So it, unfortunately for, for me, I've gotten too good at being a grief counselor because I had a lot of practice. But <laughs> I really, really am excited about the future because, one, the football self-esteem of this city has gone up. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Trevor Lawrence. In fact, I think Trevor's the second reason. Urban Meyer is now in charge. The senior bowl is going on. And I, it just hit me yesterday when I did my podcast. They're evaluating talent, and we have Urban Meyer representing Jacksonville. It's almost like I think he got out of the car in Mobile and he walked up like Conor McGregor or Vince McMahon or something. <laughs> and it just makes me feel good for you guys, the fans, to know that you have a leader who is going to represent this football team and put a program in. And he said something that was very interesting. He said, I'm going to take care of my players. And that means the good guys won't leave anymore because he's going to look out for them. He's going to put them first. He's going to get the facilities updated. What do you feel about that, about knowing that the future is in the hands of Urban Meyer and that your favorite quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, is in the hands of Urban Meyer? I think, you know, I really couldn't have asked for a better hire this year because our fan base is so dragged down from our recent coaching hires. I mean, they're, they were so underwhelming. Doug Marone, Gus Bradley, uh, Mike Malarkey. And I think having Urban come in somewhere who's successful at every single stop he's been, and not just successful, but national championships, turned programs around 360. And when he was a head coach, he had to evaluate talent from everywhere I mean he had to bring in offer scholarships and so he I really believe in his evaluation of talent he had to really hone in on certain players and now in the NFL I mean he's gonna get 12 draft picks and a couple of free agents and I just I think that's huge for him because and I think a lot of his stress probably came from the recruiting process I mean that's that's a big deal so to have someone who is so highly regarded and you know this is just funny but he has over four million twitter followers i think and you know that's people know who urban meyer is and for him to i know there was some rumble that he was going to take the cowboys job last year and then ultimately turned it down but to have him come in and take our franchise by the helms someone like we're going from a doug marone who don't get me wrong is a great guy just couldn't get the job done to an urban meyer i mean that is just huge and i um I love that Trevor's going to come in and work under him. I mean, Tim Tebow was great in college and then he, he wasn't in the NFL. So to me, that's urban really showcasing where his talents were and working him and letting him be the best quarterback that he could be. And then when he wasn't with urban, I mean, we saw how that happened. And so I'm, I'm really confident in the way that he's going to grow Trevor and the rest of the team. And I, I love that our team is the youngest in the NFL because I think that's going to work for him also. He he seems to connect better with the younger guys. And, um, you know, I'm not too worried about some of the health issues or off-field issues. I think he has a huge legacy that he needs to preserve, and I don't think he would have taken this job on if he didn't think he could be extremely successful in it. I think you're exactly right. Uh, and, and I, you know, I couldn't – I couldn't have said it better myself. I got to remind people, though, if you want to get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast, Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Now, I'm talking to my friend Aaron Tracy 
uh, on Twitter. She is gold underscore Jag five. Um, the, the draft Trevor Lawrence first, what else do you think they need to fortify the team uh, uh, for the uh, short term? Yeah, I don't, you know, I th- would say our defense is our biggest problem right now. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, our line's going to get Trevor killed. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think, um, I think you re-signed Cam on a, on a some sort of deal. Left tackles are very hard to come by. And unless you can get a free agent left tackle, um, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily see drafting a left tackle up high. And um, maybe bring in a veteran to compete with him or draft one maybe in the second or third round with our second picks. Um, tight end, I would address in free agency. I know Kyle Pitts is great. A, I don't think he's going to be there with our second pick. But B, rookie tight ends typically don't make a difference for several years. And we apparently have this guy named Josh Oliver on our team that we haven't seen yet. So. <laughs> right. Um, I would, you know, look at a tight end in free agency. Hunter Henry's available. I'm not sure how expensive he'll be, but I think that would be a good grab. And then obviously we got to work on the defensive side of the ball. We need, we need somebody opposite of Josh Allen to, you know, his rookie year, he thrived with Ngakwe and Campbell and um, you get someone opposite side of him. I think he could, he could get home a lot more than he did this year. And I think you develop Caleb on chase a little bit better and see what we have in him. But I think we need to get someone opposite Josh Allen. I think we needed we need to get a good corner opposite of C.J. Henderson, um, and then a safety. We're desperate need of safety help. You you hit it all dead on the head. All of that stuff. I got a little free agency list that I'll go through uh, as we get closer to that, and then a, a mock draft. But every single thing that you hit is something that. Um, I, the only difference with me is I. You said second round, and that's cool. This is a heavy draft for for tackles. So. When a, and wide receivers. So when the draft is heavy with wherever the heavy at, that's where you need to get, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You got to take the, the best players. Now, for my favorite part of the show, you were honored by the Jaguars, and rightfully so. And I have often honored you, and one of the reasons is not because you love my show and listen to me, but it's because of the work you do too. And we've talked about that. We've had hours on the phone together talking about this stuff, and – the Jaguars honored you, especially with what's going on now. I think it takes a special person to do special things. And uh, I, I, I'm trying to figure out who's more special, you or the people that you work with. And I know you're going to say the people that you work with and the people that you work yeah. for. So tell tell us what what do you do and, and, and why this stuff is, is so important. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a pediatric oncology nurse, which um, is a nurse for children who are – battling against cancer. Uh, I've been doing that for about three and a half years. Um, and like you said, it's, they are the best people you could imagine ever working with. And they, I've always said, and you know, and I don't, I don't see these kids pre-diagnosis, but I've always said there's something so special about children who have cancer. And I don't know how they were pre, but they are so happy and they are so full of life. And they're funny and resilient. And I mean, I've had to give kids poison, you know, directly through their veins and they're smiling and laughing. And it's like, nothing can get them down. They're, they don't let their situation define them. And it's, it's incredible. And one of the really amongst many things, but one of the terrible things about childhood cancer is the government only gives 4% of all research funding to childhood cancer research. So that means 96% is allotted for the adults. So a lot of treatment for children's cancer is um, 
trials or studies or adult chemos. And a lot of kids really suffer from that, Mm -hmm. especially if they relapse, there's not a lot of treatment options left. And we see it. I see that a lot. I see a lot of um, kids really suffer through that. And so I created a nonprofit called Fourth and Gold. And my nonprofit, I don't know if you've ever heard of Alex's Lemonade Stand or St. Baldrick's or something like that. But Mm -hmm. we are um, locally in Jacksonville, we're, we're funding our own research. So I started this last year. And what we do is we're 501c3 certified, and we host events and fundraisers and raise money. And my name, the name was after my love of football, obviously fourth and goal. Right. And um, so, you know, fourth and goal, you're, you're going for the score, you need the touchdown to win the game. And so for fourth and gold, we're going for the cure of childhood cancer. We don't care about the defense, which would be the national Institute of health on the other side. We're going to, we're going to find our way past them and we're going to find the cure. So we are working on funding and finding a more humane cure for childhood cancer. And I say more humane because treatment right now for childhood cancer leaves devastating side effects. Um, It leads to early heart failure, infertility, and these are long-term effects, but short-term effects, obviously it's alopecia, hair loss, they get terrible mouth sores. I always say, think of yourself having strep throat, Mm. putting it all the way through your GI tract and multiply it times a thousand. It's it's a really, really terrible side effect. And kids don't eat for weeks when they get that and um, surgeries and weight loss. And it's just really terrible. And so I just, I want people to think when they when they think about a child with cancer, it's not just a bald headed child running around. And, you know, there's a lot of commercials on St. Jude's that makes it look like it's very happy. And it's not. And these kids, they fight with every being that they have just to live. You know, I've seen a two year old fight harder to live than I've seen a 70 year old. And it's, it's really tragic that we, that they don't have the funding that they deserve. So that's why, that's why we stepped in. And, um, my colors of fourth and gold are teal and gold for the, for the Jags. And then I always say, you know, we're going to go for the cure. We're going to go for the touchdown. Um, we're going to, we're going to find out how we can move the ball down the field and, and get that score. Man, that that's, that's totally awesome. And um, kudos to you for, seeing the things that you see, but still not, because, you know, my mind, in my mind, I just think, man, I don't know if I could do that every day, just mm-hmm. to, but you wake up every time I see you, you got a smile on your face. You go in and, and you do this for those kids. And if, if, if our football team can play the way you work and with your attitude, you know what, we're going to win Super Bowl every year. And I, every and, I year. and I really, really, <laughs> Uh, believe that and um, thank you for doing that for those children Uh, give us the name of the uh, the uh, charity again so you know if if people want to make contributions and I hope they are moved to do it they they they, they'd go ahead and do it yeah it's called fourth and gold and you can um, go to my website it's fourthandgold.org there you go fourthandgold.org Aaron you know I love you girl and I appreciate you coming on here. You you did too good though. You might take my damn job now. So I gotta I gotta <laughs> I gotta watch you, man. I may have to go to a nursing school and take your job because you're gonna take mine, right? 
thank you. Uh, you're thank the you. best. Yeah, no, you're the best, man. Thank you for joining us here on Locked On Jaguars because you're the first one, but you won't be the last person. I'm going to touch the pulse of the community and find out how everybody's feeling about Urban Meyer becoming the coach. But you, you were my first stop, man, because you, you, you're the best. I appreciate you, my man. I appreciate you, too. That's Aaron Tracy. Uh, awesome work. Awesome work. Fourth and goal. Awesome work, man. And um, she's a Jaguar fan. She's a Clemson fan, but more than anything. To me, she's a local hero here in Jacksonville, and she's my friend. So Aaron Tracy uh, joined us here today on Locked on Jaguars. We got more in this third segment, man. I'm going to talk about some stuff I heard or saw from the Senior Bowl in terms of measuring, and I'll do that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. BetOnline.ag. I'm telling you, that's where you need to go to win some money because that's where I've been winning money at, and there's the only place that we trust here, and that's betonline.ag. I'm telling you, man, if you're ready to put some skrill in your pocket, if you're betting on games anyway and you're not u- using this site, you're using the wrong one, okay? There's only one place that has you covered. There's one place we trust. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On. one word, for your 50% welcome bonus. I'm telling you, this is what it is, man. You can't sit on the sidelines anymore. You need to get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% Welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your sign-up bonus. And that's on social media. But I'm telling you, get in on the action, man, because your boy, and I've been posting my tickets, I've been winning some bread. And if you think you're smart enough to pick these games, then you need to get get paid for it. And that's the only place you go is betonline.ag. I got to tell you about Built Bar, man. I keep telling y'all about Built Bar, and if you don't listen to me, don't. But if you want to eat guilt-free and feel good about uh, what you consume in terms of something that satisfies your, your palate and it's 100% chocolate and they have 18 other great flavors, listen to this. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream. Lemon almond cheesecake. You don't know protein bars out there that you buy in the store don't have that. And they don't taste like these. I'm telling you, 18 great flavors packed with protein, low calorie, low carb, low sugar, all of that stuff. And even has high fiber because I need that now. I'm getting a little bit older. You go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code Locked On. You're going to get 20% off your next order. I'm going to say it again. BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. They are the best-tasting protein bar you have ever had in your life. And if I'm lying, I'm flying, but I'm not lying. So you get on those Built Bars right now and enjoy. All right, man, so Senior Bowl. Senior Bowl is already happening, and some of my favorite players, I'm going to go through a couple of them, guys that I think might line up. Uh, really well with the Jaguars. Uh, the first thing I looked at were the offensive linemen. Alex Leatherwood was 6'5". That's good because a lot of people say they saw him on tape and he looked like he was 6'3", 6'4". No, he's 6'5", with very long arms, and he's a left tackle prospect. I'm not superstitious. I'm not one of those guys that thinks, okay, I don't want another left tackle from Alabama. I, I'm, not, I'm not that way. You got the wrong guy if you think that that's what I'm thinking because that's not what I'm thinking at all. Um I don't look at schools where other players have come from and you say, no, I can't drag, I can't take that guy. Because I, I just don't do that. Uh, a lot of B 
big. This is, these there are some huge, huge offensive linemen at the Senior Bowl. Go on, go on Twitter at Senior Bowl. Uh, at, uh, they have a a, a a site. It's called Senior Bowl, right? Look at these people and their measurements, and they're doing a good job with the graphics because they're posting all of the players. Uh, Najee Harris. Just a tad under 6'2", at a solid 230 pounds, man, and I don't see one ounce of fat on that dude's body. Uh, Devontae Smith, he, he's not going to weigh in. If I was him, I wouldn't weigh in anyway. I wouldn't even weigh in at my um, at my pro day unless they really wanted me to. But I think the, the method to that is if you weigh in today, that's all people are going to talk about until your pro day. So if you weigh in at your pro day, you have uh, an immediate effect on them when you go work out. And as soon as you work out and try to make them forget about it and have amnesia. You know what I'm saying? But these experts can look at you and tell how much you weigh. They'll, they'll get it within five pounds. So I don't think, you know, he had any reason that he should have been uh, measuring himself up today. Um, I know they probably want to look at Jalen Waddle, too. But Jalen Waddle's not at the senior bowl. But the, the, the health stuff with Jalen Waddle's ankle, I think he'll be fine. But they probably want to measure him up. I I look at Jalen Waddle. Some people keep saying Tyreek Hill. Tyreek's a little bit different because the way he's compactly built. But I do see Jalen Waddle as a faster Tyler Lockett. That's the way I see it. So I'm looking at these receivers. My guy Marquez Stevenson was smaller than I thought. He's 5'10", about 186 pounds. Had real small hands, though. But as long as he can catch the ball, I haven't seen him drop many passes. I think Marquez Stevenson might be the guy this year that runs the fastest 40. But we won't have a combine, so we won't really know. But he might be the fastest person in this draft. Uh, and, and I'm talking about it is pure game speed, too. So a, a lot more defensive tackles that that weighed in with some weight uh, that, I, that I saw that looked pretty good. Some tall safeties. Check out the rosters and the measurements of the Senior Bowl, and it will give you some idea of what will be out there, at least from the upperclassmen before the Jaguars uh, start, uh, you know, trying to figure out who they're going to get in free agency and then moving on uh, to the Senior Bowl after that. Man, it's been fun. This is a fun show for me. You know, anytime I get a chance to to touch out and reach out in the community and get somebody on that's been going through it with the Jags, man, uh, it, it's always fun. So now it's happy days. It's happy times. And, and we can figure out uh, how we're going to move forward. And start having different expectations and thinking differently about the team than you used to in the past. All right, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Fun show for Hump Day, man. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more information, as we always do here on Locked On Jaguars. I'm Tony Wiggins, man. Let's keep taking care of each other, man, and uh, we're going to get it right. Take care.